Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through this week and have a look at some of the key positional matchups for the prelim finals this week. And we're going to kick off today with the fullbacks. And I think it's really interesting when you think about the fullback position in Rugby League, I think you think of all the superstars, all the highlight players. You think of what Tommy Turbo's done over the years. You look back at, you know, some of the great Dally M um, winning seasons where you had just fullbacks lighting it up, entertainment plus. Uh, you obviously got Reese Walsh, who has been tremendous this year, Caleb Ponga, who has just absolutely lit it up. But I do find it really interesting that we've got four teams left. And of those four teams, I would say only one of them is a highlight sort of superstar player, which is Reese Walsh. Uh, the other three... I would describe them as consistent, high-volume guys. So it is very, very interesting that in the era of, you know, the million-dollar fullback, you've got to have the best guy there. They've got to be a superstar. I mean, we've got, you know, Nick Meany. I don't know. How much would you be willing to pay Nick Meany as your first-choice fullback? I reckon six fifty seven maybe. Uh, he's been really solid this year, but he doesn't have that unbelievable huge upside that can just break a team open. Might even be over saying 700, to, to be fair, the more I think about it. Chance a clock start. He's obviously been to a grand final, but he is, you know, he is the absolute high-volume fullback. Uh, and Dylan Edwards, who's another guy that, you know, he only really plays one side of the ruck. He's tremendous at what he does, and, you know, all these guys are fantastic players, but it is interesting that we get down to the final four fullbacks left in the competition, and three of them are just high-volume, consistent, safe guys. And maybe it's saying something. Maybe it's saying something about the way that other teams are able to balance their salary cap. And the reality is, the Brisbane Broncos, their fullback, yes, he's a superstar. Yes, he's an absolute freak. And he's, the, you know, the ultimate highlight guy. But they've already got, they've also got him on a very, very cheap wicket. Obviously, they got him for huge value because he wanted to be back there with his family. So I'm starting to wonder, maybe does it indicate something to you about the fullback position and where else you can spend your salary cap? Maybe not. Maybe it's just how these four teams have ended up. Maybe it's just how well balanced they are compared to other sides. I'm not too sure, but something to consider. When having a look at these four fullbacks, though, four very different players. 
says Reese Walsh is the absolute standout, though, and we will as far as his the way that he performs. And we're going to actually start with Reese Walsh and uh, the great Charles Nickel Clockstar. Now, both team, but both players have come from different clubs last year. Obviously, uh, Charles he came from the Canberra Raiders, was unwanted there, found himself in reserve grade, made his way over to New Zealand, and has just reinvented his career and is back to one of the best ones in the competition. Funnily enough, Reese Walsh couldn't get an opportunity at the Brisbane Broncos a couple of years ago. He also made the journey across the ditch to the Warriors, managed to make his debut, and then went on to be a very key guy in that side for two odd years there. He was tremendous. Did want to then come home, uh, which I think was similar to Chance as well. He wanted to come home, so Reese Walsh comes home to be with his family. I think Chance did the same thing, uh, and both have just gone on to bigger and better things. Reese Walsh at the Broncos, he has absolutely lit it up this season. I think when it comes to players out the back of shapes and really targeting and attacking edges, I don't think there's a more dangerous player. I think that Kalen Ponga is right up there. I think probably on the left edge, KP, I think he is the most dangerous in the competition, but I think Reese Walsh on that right edge, I think he's the most dangerous out there. And I think that if you were to compare the two weaker sides of the two, so how Reese Walsh goes on the left compared to how KP goes on the right, I think Reese Walsh wins that battle for me at the moment. He has just been fantastic this year. And the other thing about Reese Walsh is that he's done it all season. Yeah, and I understand KP started the season at 5'8 and whatnot, but Reese Walsh, uh, you know, he's done it since round two. I think he missed round one, but round two onwards, he's been tremendous. He obviously won the Queensland Maroons fullback jersey as well. Absolutely killed it. Played in the first two games and was a huge part uh, of why the New South Wales Blues, why we lost this year. So he was fantastic. He's going to be very, very hard to stop for the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, I thought that their edge defense was pretty good on the weekend, to be fair. The week before that against the Panthers sort of got picked apart. So hopefully that was just a one-off game. But I'm very, very confident in saying that the Brisbane Broncos, a lot of their game plan, especially when we get to the late part of the game, the last 25 minutes, I think a lot of what they do will be set up to put Reese Walsh in good positions and that's how the Broncos play anyway. You have a look at when they took on the Melbourne Storm a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we spoke about it on Bloke and Abara Stacks. You guys are well aware that you know Reese Walsh, just take it up, take it up. Tough carries, just play play the, the high percentage plays the entire game until the moment comes to be able to pull the trigger. And you look at what the Broncos did that night to the Melbourne Storm. They tied them out through the middle. They played it really tight. And then with about 30 minutes to go, they started to play a little bit expansive. And this is the beauty of what Reese Walsh does. And we've been saying it all year. He did it in origin as well. He's just developing, maturing, and learning the exact moment to pull the trigger. And he certainly nailed it in that game against Melbourne. He scored one himself uh, and then he put a, a Jordan Ricky through for another. And of course, meant the week after after young young Tonamapaya actually got dropped from the side because of his defense on him. So you can you can already see that they will try and isolate centers there. They did it to young Tonamapaya, and I'm very, very confident they will try and do it again. Uh, the guy that will be defending in that spot is Adam Pompey who's been fantastic this year, uh, but he still probably isn't at that ultimate elite level of centre. Uh, so big, big test for him. And Rocco Berry on the other side, who I'm sure they'll be looking to test as well, who, to his credit, similar to Pompey, has been sensational over the last few weeks. But Reese Walsh, he is a highlight reel on legs. He is the hardest guy to defend out the back of shape. And, you know, obviously, Sean Johnson, he's put his outside men in fantastic spots this year. Uh, but Adam Reynolds, the, the amount of good ball uh, that he has given Reese Walsh in key positions has been unbelievable. 
unbelievable. So there's no doubt whatsoever, Reese Walsh, he'll have an impact on this game. Uh, he'd probably be the red-hot favourite for man of the match if you could bet on someone. Uh, and, yeah, it's going to be up to the New Zealand Warriors edges how they handle him. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Reese on that big stage at Suncorp Stadium. I can't wait to watch him go around. Timmy Williams nominated him as his anytime try scorer this week, which, as I said, I think is a little bit cowardly, going wingers and fullback. Shout out to you, Timmy. Love you, brother. But as soon as he said Reese Walsh, I went, ah, shit, he's definitely going to score in this fucking game. Reese Walsh obviously going up against his former team. So that just adds another chapter to this. Obviously, he decided to leave the New Zealand Warriors, obviously for family reasons, which I completely agree with and completely understand. Uh, But there is a little bit more to it, obviously, as we know. A little bit more to this story, uh, as we know, just to add a little bit more fuel to the fire. Not that prelim finals need it, but it's always good to have it. Chan Zickel-Clockstad on the other side of the park. He's a guy that he will just take the ball up all day. He will make the right defensive decisions. He will put himself in the right spot consistently. You know exactly what you're going to get out of Chance. For me, though, uh, the thing that I just need him to make sure of this weekend is he needs to ice every single opportunity that is presented to him because the New Zealand Warriors, they cannot afford to leave any points out there on the field. Uh, you know the Brisbane Broncos, they're going to score points. This is what they do best. I was looking at some stats today. The Broncos, over the over this season, they've averaged scoring 27 points per game, Yeah, which is pretty impressive. It's the second most in the NRL. Over the last 10 weeks since Origin, though, if you take out games, uh, the game where they rested everyone, um, across those games since Origin, they've averaged 34 points per game. 34 is astronomical. That is just ridiculous. That is more than five tries per game. So the Warriors, obviously, they have got a lot of points in them. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. But I think that, um, you know, a a lot of what they do on that right edge, SJ gets a a lot of the praise, and so he should. But I think a lot of it does come down to Chance and Clockstart. He needs to ice every single moment that he gets, whether it's his passing game. We saw it last week in his running game. But he needs to be in the right spot every single time. No turnovers, no balls over the sideline, nothing. He has been incredibly consistent with it throughout this season. But it's going to be super important in this game because we know the Broncos are going to score points. You look at their last 10 weeks, it's been unbelievable. 34 points per game is absolutely fucked. Uh, So they are going to score points. It is going to be wild to the Warriors. They cannot, cannot afford to leave any points out there. And Chance at fullback is going to be the key. You know he's going to get through a heap of work. He ran for 300 metres last week. He'll go 250 to 300 this week again. He will just put everything he possibly can into this. He'll do everything he possibly can to help his forwards through the middle. His communication is going to be key. I think defensively he's a very good fullback as well. You don't very often see Chance get caught out. He is just effort built on effort built on effort. Same as the next two fullbacks that we're going to talk about in the next game. But Chance Clockstad, he's not the superstar in this game as the fullback. Uh, in fact, he's not the sort of fullback you probably expect to see in a prelim final based on the way we talk about fullbacks and the way we look at them and the way we price them and everything. But he has been tremendous this season. He just needs to ice every opportunity that comes his way. The, the, the Warriors, they simply can't afford to miss any of them. And you know that, yes, the Broncos, they're going to score a lot of points, but they're going to move the ball a lot. They've got a lot of errors in them. So you will get plenty of opportunities too. And the Warriors need to take each and every one of these. All right, let's have a look at the other two fullbacks. Obviously, Dylan Edwards, uh, the defending Clive Churchill medalist. Uh, another fantastic season, tough as nails. I just spoke about Chance as being, you know, the ultimate volume sort of fullback. I guess you could say Dylan Edwards is the actual ultimate uh, volume fullback. He's been the fullback in the last three grand finals, back-to-back premierships, Clive Churchill medalist. Hasn't played a representative game of football yet, which is bizarre, but it sort of just is the reality of the fullback position and, and the teams that he's trying to get into at the moment. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's got the two rings and he's got the Clive Churchill. Imagine if in two weeks' time, 
Dylan Edwards becomes the first player to win three premierships in a row and two Clive Churchills in a row. It would be unbelievable. Uh, the Clive Churchill medal, I think the last person to win two in a row was before it was the Clive, which I think was Brett Kenny. Uh, but that would be pretty special for Dylan Edwards, a guy that we probably don't put in that absolute top, top tier, or if you do put him in that top tier, he'd sort of be at the bottom of that top tier, I think it's fair to say. Should he be there? Probably not. Um, almost definitely not with the results he's got, but that's sort of how we look at Dill. Uh, so big, big test for him here. I just think the what he gets through through the middle, I thought it was really evident their last game against the Warriors. He cut him up through the middle on a number of occasions, and I do think this will be the plan um, for the Penrith Panthers in this one. I think they'll really look to work over the middle like they did with the Warriors a few weeks ago. I think they'll look to tire those guys in out very early and then I think the back three they'll do a lot of work through the middle and I think around that halfway sort of mark I think you'll see Dylan Edwards jump into dummy half get it one off the ruck really take on markers it's a really underrated part of his game. I think it was always a great part of James Tedesco's game for a very long time. I think Teddy has slowed down a little bit this year, and you can see Dylan Edwards, he's still just got that extra yard of pace. It's really worrying sides. He's an interesting player, Dylan Edwards. He just he always moves quicker than what you anticipate him to. Um, we saw it in particular at that Warriors game. Go and watch his work through the middle there. Just getting it on, you know, third, fourth tackle. Uh, you'll quite often find he's one of those fullbacks that gets tackled on fourth so that they can kick and he's already in position so everyone else can get in the chase. Very, very smart football at Dylan Edwards and similar to Chance, uh, his positioning is fantastic and his communication will be key in this one. Plays very similar to Lachlan Coot when the Cowboys won the 2015 Premiership, sort of plays exclusively down that right-hand side. I've been saying for ages I'm waiting for him to play a little bit of left, but the Panthers, they've kept their combinations. They haven't changed it. Nate Cleary is playing both sides of the ruck pretty heavily now, whether it's Luai or Cogger on the left edge, hearing rumours that Cogger could come in for Jerome Luai, which would be disappointing, uh, but you know he'll do a job there. But Dylan Edwards at fullback, he will be key to this Panthers team once again. Let's have a look on the other side of the park. And when once again, when you look at, you know, superstar fullbacks, uh, the first choice fullback in Melbourne is, of course, Ryan Pappenhausen, who you would definitely put in that category of Reese Walsh, absolute highlight superstar, uh, entertainment reel on legs sort of guy. He's out. Nick Meaney stepped into the role. Now, Nick Meaney obviously came from the Newcastle Knights, Canterbury Bulldogs. He's now down there at the Melbourne Storm. He's done very, very well. I think they would have brought him as a winger, potentially like a utility sort of outside back, uh, but as the season has unfolded, he's become more and more important and, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he had a pretty poor game, I thought, and, you know, Pappy was starting to return, and you thought, okay, Pappy will probably come in and take that spot, Nick Meany will probably move to the wing, maybe into the centres, probably wing for me, there was an option to play Nick Meany in the 14 jersey as well, uh, and of course, we all know what happened with Pappy, unfortunately, we do wish Pappy all the very best once again, uh, but Nick Meany, that fullback jersey is now his, and I thought last week, uh, that was one of the better performances of his career, I thought and you know once again it wasn't the big highlights and everything but the kick defusals I think he went 8 from 8 and he came up with some very very big plays in defense and with his kick defusals that uh, turned out to be really really important in that game so Nick Meany if I had to rank these four fullbacks he would definitely be my fourth choice out of all these guys but we know the sort of upside that he has uh, obviously in his game last week his goal kicking wasn't fantastic either um, if they're going to compete with Penrith they essentially need to kick at 100% because you know Nathan Cleary just about will you know they're going to score points as well so a lot of pressure on Nick Meany coming into this game whether Jerome Hughes plays or not we do not know yet uh, it's going to be interesting to see Jerome Hughes and Jerome Luai racing the clock this week to feature in their prelim final pretty handy guys coming in to replace both if so Jack Cogger has come in and done a sensational job throughout this season of course Tyron Wishart who I thought was the best player on the field last week for the Melbourne Storm he will come in once again and do a good job but Nick Meany he's going to have to be popping up everywhere his defense is going to 
have to be just as good as it was last week because you know Nathan Cleary is going to really test this side out. He's going to he's going to be putting up those towering bombs uh, all day, all night. He's going to be absolutely giving it to Nick Meany. So he needs another top shelf performance here. Uh, yeah, look, if I, if I had to rank these fullbacks sort of one to four, um, it's tough for spot number one because... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I'm looking at the season that Reese Walsh has had, and it's been incredible. It has just blown me away. He played Origin. He blew that away. So I can understand if you went Reese Walsh at one. I'm still going to go Dylan Edwards at number one. Um, you know, he's been to three grand finals in a row. He's won two premierships. It's a Clive Churchill medalist. He has done it on the absolute biggest stage as he could for a long period of time. Reese Walsh has been very good the last few years, and this year he has been absolutely extraordinary. But I would still have to have Dylan Edwards in front of him. Reese Walsh wins a grand final this year. All of a sudden, maybe that changes. He's obviously gone origin and dominated with which Dylan Edwards hasn't uh, but obviously Dill he's got the runs on the board from the last few years so I have to go him at one Reese Walsh at two I would then go Charns at number three maybe I'm sleeping on Charns and what he's achieved and whatnot but I think I would have to have Reese Walsh ahead of him and then Nick Meany who he's done a tremendous job at fullback I personally don't think he's an out and out fullback but he has done a very very good job there there is no doubt about it these four fullbacks they're going to have a huge huge say on the outcome of the results this weekend. And once again, like I said off the top, very interesting how we always look at fullback and go, has to be a superstar, has to be a million-dollar player. And you look at three out of these four teams, really don't have a huge highlight sort of guy. They've got solid, safe, consistent volume fullbacks. It really only is Reese Walsh that lights up our TV screens every single week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 